doing guys, we're back again, episode 7, the Chris and Stevie show, we have got a lot on the agenda, we've got Rangers transfer news, we've got Celtic transfer news, H- hold on a minute here, hold on, why, why is there four bodyguards in here, why is he got a gum shield in, <laughs> oh, is he worried about last the last podcast where I absolutely annihilated him, you're joking, for everyone out there listening, I apologise for the level of hysterics by the end of the episode there, we've had to have a good chat between the two of them, they've kissed and made up, Luckily, we've got a seventh episode because uh, for a second there, I was thinking there's no way these guys get back in a room together. Can I just say, see, once that happened, the, the overwhelming support that I got on the group chat the following day was like... Two was, people, um, Trent. It was, two bre- people. it was breathtaking. Uh, and actually, do you know the two one... people that you spoke about? They're, they're two people that are normally up your ass, aren't they? Like Mark and... Chelsea fans. And a man you thought. Like Nick. Nick, oh your best mate Nick and all he even came he even came out and honestly he apologised on your behalf. <laughs> but that By the four bodyguards and a gum shield's too much. The next day No enough. I can just point out the next day, you phoned me as well about two o'clock that afternoon and apologise as well. So <laughs> listen, I just want to put it out there for everybody here, for everybody in this room. Apology accepted, my man. You get carried away. <laughs> that happens. It's episode six, wasn't it? So this is new episode seven, it's a clean slate. Hundred percent, Stevie boy, mate. We are, we are definitely going to have a brilliant show. But look, I think we should obviously kick it off. I mean, obviously the big news, technically in the last two weeks, mate, is Bassey. I mean, you know, you're talking twenty million. What a difference two weeks makes, mate. Twenty-seven, whatever it is, take it away, Bassey. I know, but your heart's broken. Ah, it's well, it isn't, isn't it? Because. I'd have took that, that money's that money's unbelievable. That's unbelievable money for a guy we paid two hundred thirty thousand for. Um, is, that, is that what it was? Two hundred thirty thousand we got him for Leicester two two years ago. Two and obviously his first season, grand. I wow. think he might have made a couple of wee substitute appearances. He was he wasn't he wasn't anywhere near the first team in terms of the starting eleven. And it was really only last season it really burst onto the scene. And even at that, it was only the, f- the last half of last season. I'd say maybe the last half to three quarters of the last season where he really made his mark and now you're looking at as reported a 27 million euro package which is works out about 23 million pounds and i think the most pivotal thing about that deal it doesn't really get mentioned what is that 10 percent selling because i've got no doubt no doubt and i might look stupid in the line but i've got no doubt that he will go and tear it up in holland and he'll be in a, he'll be in the premier league in another three years four years and i think he will he could go possibly for 50 plus million that's how con- I says in episode two. I think it was in episode three weeks ago. I says on this on this show. I said he's going to go for big big money. Yeah. I mean he's too. He's if he's not too good for Scottish football right now, he's going to be too good for Scottish football yep. very soon. Yeah. And lo and behold, he was six weeks down the line or whatever, and he's just constant an amazing move. And by the way, I hope there's no bitterness. I don't think there's any Rangers fan bitter. I think Ajax as a club are outstanding. Outstanding as a club, a, a proper football club, proper tradition. And I think um, it's, a, it's an excellent move from him. You're right, I actually agree with you because he's going to go to Holland and if he plays remotely the same, if not better for Ajax, he's going to be playing in a competitive league where it's going to get exposure. There's a lot of uh, players, look at that Lissandro Martinez that went to Man United and he's came for Ajax. Aye, aye. So I agree with you, I think Bassi's probably thought to himself, I can go to Ajax, I can probably play week in, week out, they're not going to pay that sort of money for me and put me on the bench. Mm. I can play in the Champions League, <clears throat> I can compete for trophies, and if I go there for two years, even three years, hmm. then there's a chance that somebody Big could move. come in, 25-26, I'm at the peak of what I've done, I've proved it in the Champions League, if, the, if he gets there and does what he does, and he gets a move, now obviously nobody will know what the thing is, but if, even if it was 30 million, and you're getting 10%, or whatever the whatever the, 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 the number is, I think, that is uh, I think that's what's going to happen. But well, what, rightly or wrongly, the Dutch league is more respected than the Scottish league, especially, oh, with, English, especially with English. And the thing is, the going to going to Holland and playing for a few years, I think it's a good transition from before. Because uh, you could you could you could go for SPL right into the Premier League in England, yep. and go, wow, I need a few months, I need a few. Yep. But whereas it's a better transition, and at the same time, he gets to play for a couple of Ajax, like Correct. outside. Well, well, me and you being Rangers and Celtic fans, if you're going, if you had to leave. And it wouldn't be for the like you, you didn't want to just take the the normal. Oh, I'll just play for an EPL team. If you had to go and pick, I actually probably the ones you go. With. Do you know what? I'd I'd, I'd love to play for a look, team look, like that. Look. I, I just since we were young. Oh, I mean, like, a brilliant history. Got uh, a brilliant it's it's got the way they bring fans. players through. The way they play football. The way they've always yeah. played football. They've never they've never differentiated for their identity. They've always been there. Who they are. They've been up. They've been doing. They've had seasons where they've been finishing fifth and sixth and stuff. And. Uh, It'd be good. 
Sorry, guys, we just had a um, light go off there. I'm a funny feeling. Sorry, we'll, we'll, to we'll, keep turn, us here. we'll turn that. Yeah, of course. Um, um, right, well, so I, I agree. A hundred percent. I think. I, I, um, I, I think. I, I think every bit of the move makes sense for him. Makes sense. It's good money for us. It's a good move for him. And um, I, it's, I, I actually looking forward to seeing how he gets on. But he could have went to. Oh, I'm just going to spit on it. Let's say a West Ham. Let's say West Ham wanted to pay twenty five million for him. He could have went to an EPL team like you say, uh, and then whatever happens, something drastically could happen with that team, with that manager, and in six months you're forgotten about. It doesn't matter who you are, that can sometimes happen depending on the, the, the club you go to. So I do think you go to Ajax, I'm not saying that he'd be forgotten about, I don't mean that, I just mean it, it could happen to anybody. Mm. But you go to Ajax and you're probably out the limelight a little bit in a sense because there's no as much maybe um, pressure own you uh, as it certainly was at, at Rangers or if you're you know the, the media coverage that you get at the EPL uh, even just in the UK in general I think you, you're, you're very you're, you're very much scrutinised on Correct. your behaviour on and off the park and your performances and I, I think the media in the UK are the, are the quickest probably in the world to get a knife suit when uh, things are going your way whether it be professionally or uh, personally so I, I think like I said a minute ago every aspect of this move just makes sense for him and obviously for Rangers with that kind of transfer fee so and fair play to him uh, and, and that would take us right into Ben Davies I mean I don't know if he's been unveiled I don't know if it's obviously no, yeah. a, a done deal but w- what's your what's your thoughts I, on I, Ben Davies I still think that Ben I, I think Ben Davies needs to be a centre back first and foremost I don't like this idea and listen it's just all hearsay social media Twitter about how he could be a stopgap at left back and filling at left back. I'm, I've no interest in seeing Ben Davies at left back for Rangers. I want him to be a left sided centre back because he'll compliment Connor Golson, who's a right sided. Yep. At left back, I think that the situation still needs addressed. I think there still needs to be money spent in that area because if we think for us, we, we know, I've said this, I said this last night actually, I said that Barisic is still a good player and I still like him. However, I think Barisic has peaked already in a Rangers jersey. Mm. I think the season before last, the season before, we, sorry, the season we won the league and the season before that, I think that's when we kind of saw peak Barisic. I think now Barisic, I don't think he'll get any better than that and I think it might be a, a gradual decline the next few, two or three seasons, I think. In big, big games, it can be very fragile as well, Barisic yep. and let us side doing. But in saying that, probably his best performance in Rangers jersey was at Parkhead for me when we, we won 2-1 and Katic scored ahead. I, yep. thought, I thought he was outstanding that day. And he's liable to injuries as well, Barisic. He's, no, he's never yep. got a clean bill of health. If you're going to continue with the system that Rangers play with for the last four or five years, whatever it's been, we've had the full-backs bombing on, up, getting Correct. the boys in the box. I was just about to say that. Bassey and Barisic were all the same cloth in, in, that, kind of, in that sense where they bombed up and down. They, they got bombs into, they get boys into the box. If you put Ben Davies there, he's not going to do that. That's, that's not well, his game. You can't... That's exactly what I mean. He's played half practically all his career. He can probably, like you said, at home... If, if Barisic is injured or something, you can put him at left back. He might not be the same game level. But see, because... <clears throat> but look, if it, what I was going to say, if, if we do with Ben Davies, do that with Ben Davies and think we've got an idea, or right, you just have to do it at left back because you're left-footed and it's, it's kind of cutting corners and it's quite... I, th- I think it's a lazy thought process. I think that would affect the balance of the whole team because you need Tavernier to be doing what he does on the right and you need somebody to do what he does on the left. And I don't think... I think Barisic is still capable, don't get me wrong, but I think too many times... Like I said, he can be quite fragile in big, big games. And he's also, he's quite, I wouldn't say injury prone, but he, he, he picks up two or three knocks a season, yeah. Barisic. And he's got that potential. But what what I have noticed, and, I, and I've, I don't watch Rangers, obviously, week in, week out like you do, but under Gerard, Gerard promoted his, his wide men, um, Kent, and I don't know who it was on the other side, right, but whoever it was, to come inside. Right, we've had a few, like Candias and uh, to, to allow, like obviously, the fullbacks to go on. And I remember listening to somebody on a, you know, commentating on a game. I actually think it was a Ross County game when he's drew three each. Is that maybe the fullbacks are maybe finding it a bit more difficult because I think Gio likes to keep his wide men wide. Yes. So, so there's no overlap. So, so w- w- is that am I right in saying that? Aye, I is, think is, is, is that something that I think that's been picked up upon. I think he, he likes to keep his wide players wide. I don't. Uh, and saying that Ryan Kent still does cut inside quite a lot, but and, I and, he, and he will always. It, it's just his game. He mm. likes to take players on. He's not going to be shown out to the left hand side and 
you know, whip a ball on his left mm. foot. I'm not saying he can't do that. Mm. I'm just saying I that think it's suited because when Joe Aribo used to play on the right, he's always going to cut on his left. He, he only had one yep. foot, Joe Aribo. Yep. And like, like you said, you've got an idea of having the two wingers almost in, like, inverted to allow the full-backs to bomb on. Yeah. But now Van Bronckhorst is maybe trying to tinker with that and change that because he's brought in, obviously, Matondo as well for Schalke. And he looks as... He came on at Blackpool at the weekend and he looks as if he's going to... He always said he was going to cause problems with defenders. He just is he was he so aggressive with how direct he was. He was right. He was on the right. So he's a right midfielder. He was on the right. You've oh. been saying that that's aye. not really that position. You aye, aye, that needed strength and <coughs> so address. Quick, definitely strong, skillful. He looked. That? He looked. Aye, he, was, he looked as if he just got the ball and it was like he'd done. I mean, he might still be rough around the edges and he was gone for it. I totally be better than a badder. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think uh, I th- we've obviously addressed the right hand side. We've, I think they still we still need to do something with that left back area. We've brought in. Um, uh, is it, I'm scared in case I mispronounce his name. Yet. Malik, Malik, the, the guy for Bayern Munich. Malik Tillman. I Malik Tillman. Malik, Malik Tillman. I, I Malik Tillman. 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 Yep. I think he's got an American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so parent or something. He, like that. I think, along with Tom Lawrence and um, Chowakai. Yep. We've got a lot of attacking options now. I mean, we've lost a rebel, but we've brought in about three or four, and I think that's what we needed to freshen things up. So we've got a few. We've got a, we've got players who can sit in behind the striker. I think we've got players who can also. Set up front as well if needed. If anything was ever happened to Cholak, especially in the next few weeks, because obviously Morelos and Roof are reported out to September. But now, nah, look, I, I sat here two weeks ago and I was like, um, I looked, I looked grim in terms of Rangers signing people. You're like, what are they going to do? They barely made a move. And I think the day after that episode, it was like bang, bang, <laughs> bang. Everything, uh-huh. everything just started happening in terms of yep. player sales and transfers in and all these stories come out and I think that's, we've made five if, if the, when the Davies one goes through which I expect it to go through the next 24 hours now I think that's like five five summer signings five six signings for, for, a, for a Celtic perspective I think <coughs> it's you've been able to retain McGregor retain um, Davies Arfield Goldson obviously Tavernier's going nowhere um, I think it would be clever to keep Barisic I know that you can for the time be being bit, I especially for the time being mm. um, Bassey you didn't want to let him go, but the money's too good to turn down. You've got, you've got, nah, he's to, got to go. and, and got I think to go. as well, Bassey probably thought to himself, Look, I, I, I wouldn't mind going as of well. Of course, he's got to go, man. He's got so to go. You then obviously bring in potentially Ben Davies, um, and then you look at your midfield, like you said, Lawrence, um, uh, Tillman, if, that, if that's his name, yeah. uh, and then you've still got players like Kamara, you've still got uh, Lundstrom, you've still got Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Aribo's gone, but once again, he had a year left in his deal. Mm. I suppose that had to happen. Um, but I, I, I see you guys probably adding maybe two more. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think you might, like you said, maybe get another left back in to cover Barisic if if, if it happens. Uh, but that would leave you with Goldson, Ben Davies, Halander. And Katic and King and King and coming Suter. through uh, and Suter. So, so I think there's enough there. I think Katic, if you end up getting that, I'd be very surprised if he's went out and signed a, another centre half or another defensive midfielder. I think left back in May. I would I would get a striker on loan if I was Rangers loan. because I don't think it needs. I don't think I'd make any permanent signing yet. But if you think about the situation we're in right now, we're a couple of weeks away for Champions League qualifiers, right? Morelos is out and uh, Ruff is out to September apparently. Um, we've got Cholak here, right? Yeah. What happens if he doesn't hit the ground running? What happens if he, what happens if everybody picks up a knock? Correct. Well, then can I look at Sakala? Uh, I don't mm. know. I don't know if I'd be happy like, to get a Champions like Sakala, League. But I know it's you, not you, a dislike him. It's you, not you a dislike him. It's just as a striker in the Champions League qualifiers, I think he's not a player that we should have prepped more. Correct. I think we should have prepped more for, and we, well, we maybe still can. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a good idea. Um, to bring in a striker loan and a, a left back cover, and I, I'd be pretty much happy. Um, but who knows? This window's been this window's been mental so far. I mean, it started off quite stale, and it's just burst into life the last two weeks. Um, we've got we've got that many new. Play- I was watching the Blackpool game, and we made like six, seven subs at one time. And I was I was looking them all to say apart. I'm going, oh, there's f- I f- I forgot. That's right. He's still <laughs> I've still to see him. I've still to see him. The one I'm looking forward to seeing is probably not the most glamorous one, but Tom Lawrence. Tom mm. Lawrence for me. When I looked at his highlights package, um. When when he first signed, like like everybody does, of YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, Twitter, whatever, you see all the goals, and I mean anybody can look good on YouTube, I suppose. But I went and had a look, at and he just I don't know, he seems quite he seems quite a fiery player as well, which I think he, he could either thrive in the environment in Glasgow, can he, or uh, it could be it could break him as well. You just don't know where it's going to go. I suppose that's all down to him. 
Um, but it looks as if he, he can take a shot for distance as well, which I, which I noticed, which is one of the most frustrating things about watching Rangers because he liked to pass, 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 yep. pass, pass, and, and it just... Uh, it was just like too many times you try to walk yep. the ball in the net. Whereas he looks as if he can take a dig for a distance. A bit like John Lundstrom as well. Seems mm. like he can strike a ball as well. So I actually had the opportunity to speak to uh, it was a guy Simon Long, who's uh, yeah. he's part of the the Rams writer podcast for Derby County fans, and uh, I spoke to him about what he thought about Tom Lawrence and his uh, move to Rangers. So we have a listen to this, and he had this to say. Simon, thanks a lot for taking the time to answer these questions, mate. Me personally, and Rangers fans would like to know, having watched Tom Lawrence these past few seasons, where would you say that his best position is? Uh, that, that's a good question, his best position. He's, he's played predominantly on the wing for us, left wing, left wing to cut in on his right foot. Um, but he has had games, I think his better games is when he's been playing more as a 10. He has played a couple of games up front, but... Yeah. Not for me. He's not. He's not really a striker. Um, but yeah, I think playing off, playing off the front man. So if you've got a single, you know, one up top, let him just sit in behind as a ten, and I think that's where you get the best out of Tom Lawrence. But I think what Tom Lawrence needs is is a little bit of a free role. Um, I think he um, he thrives on having a bit of a free role, so he's able to roam left, right, central, get into the box. You know, he 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 wants to score goals. He wants to get shots shots in basically. You know, give him the ball anywhere within, I don't know, 20, 25 yards and he, he'll quite quite happily have, have a shot. With regards to what type of player, um, uh, he, he's he's one of those that he'll, he'll give you a bit of everything. Uh, there's, he's got a little bit of greed, greediness about him, you know, but that's, that's him. That's him setting his own personal targets, you know, how many goals he wants to score a season, he wants to hit them. But he he's not one that's going to sort of look at long balls he's that sort of player that he wants to get into the box he wants to score goals you know he'll take people on he scored a brilliant goal last season against Sheffield Wednesday where he took two or three players on before slotting it past the goalkeeper um, and that was Tom Lawrence but then you get the other side Tom Lawrence that will sit on the edge of the area and curl it in top bins you know that, that, and that, that's who Tom Lawrence is he's got a bit of an aggressive streak about him which is you know which is good I think, um, especially when he was captain. I think it, when, when he got made captain, I think that was good that he had a bit of aggression in because when the team was slacking, he'd, he'd go in and he'd put a bit of a hard tackle in, you know, when was the ball back um, and, and it lifted the team a bit. What seems to be the general reaction from for Derby fans about his departure and signing for Rangers? <laughs> the general reaction is, uh, I think most, most are sort of, thanks Tom, but we've moved on uh, a lot. Don't think I don't, you know. I don't think many are bothered that he's gone, um, which is a shame, really. But that just I think that's gone with Tom's time. Eh? He's had a bit of a turbulent time at Derby. You know, he came in with a massive price tag. I think it was a club record feeling was about seven million when we brought him. Um, so he was at the time one of the one of our highest uh, paid signings. Uh, big wages. You know, he came off the back of a, a great season with Ipswich, which. You know, sort of put, pushed his name into the limelight, and Derby were the team that were the one that got his signature. So he came with very high expectations, um, but he only showed it in glimpses. You know, he was very inconsistent over his first couple of seasons. But you know, he's one of them players that <laughs> he can change a game. He he could be out of the game for 70, 80 minutes, crop up and smash one into the top corner and, and bring you back in the game. Um, but obviously, you know, Derby, Derby are passionate fans, like like Rangers fans are. You know, they want players to work hard. They want to see their players working for every single ball for ninety minutes. Tom, for me, isn't that player. Well, at least he wasn't. Um, and I think it's, it's been said many a time as well that had Tom been consistent in his performances, he'd be a Premier League player by now. Um, and I just think that. The fans were a bit disappointed with him, and obviously then there was the big, you know, the the, the drink drive incident um, after Frank Lampard left when, when Philip Cocu first took over, and uh, and again, it tarnished already strained relationships with the fans. Um, some fans did get behind him, but a lot of them still, I think I'd say the majority thinks he should have been sacked along with with Richard Keogh. Um I guess financially. That was the only reason he wasn't, was because he could have been an asset that was sellable. Um, 
even though now he's left on a free. But I think for me, though, the, Tom's last season under Wayne Rooney, being made captain was probably his best season with us. Uh, very consistent. You know, he, people call him a one in 10 game because that's when he used to show up one in 10. Last, last season, he, he was every game. I mean, there might have been a couple where he disappeared and there was a couple of mad moments where he was a bit a bit over-aggressive, shall we say, and got a couple of red cards. Um, but I think overall last season was his best season and I think he needs to carry on now and play like he did last season because he was consistent. And that's what that's what that's what that's what wins games and that's what puts the fans on your side. If you're consistently performing well, um, scoring goals creating chances you know being a being a big feature in a, in, a, in a game then the fans are going to love you um and i think you know they were sh- we were shocked that he was made captain last season very shocked um but i think he thrived in that role i think because the attention was on him a lot i think he enjoyed it i think he enjoyed the pressure of being captain and i think that's why we we saw a better tom lawrence last season yeah, no, no, that's fair enough. There's been comments and stories on social media and probably questions being asked as well about his temperament. Glasgow, as you may well know, is a bit of a goldfish bowl and football in Glasgow is it's, it's a religion, really. How do you think he'll cope under a microscope? And do you think he'll cope with the pressure and be a man for the big occasions, like in the European games and in all firm games? What do you reckon, from your view, for what you've seen him play for Derby? Tom always turns up for the big games. Um, you know, when, when we played Nottingham Forest in our, you know, our local derby, Tom always showed up. You know, he scored a brilliant goal at home last season. He should have scored um, a couple in the away loss where we, you know, he scored a penalty, but obviously he missed. He, he missed a, a golden opportunity in the first half, which you'd usually see him bury, but he shows up. Um, and yeah, it is a goldfish ball, as you say. It, it ranges your massive club. Um, but Derby, Derby's the same. We're very critical of our fans. You know, we we do take every little performance under the microscope. We can't help it. Um, and I think Tom's used to that now. You know, because he got criticised a lot by our fans, openly. You know, personally as well. Uh, you know, on social media, people tagging him and stuff like that. You know, it's wrong, but that's what that's what we do as fans, and that's what I guess players, if they're going to be on social media, needs to expect. But he is a big game player for me. He will turn up to big games, and <clears throat> I think that the reason, or one of the big reasons, he's chose Rangers is because he knows we'll get European football. You know, Tom at heart. You know, he, let, let's be honest. You know, Tom. Tom came from you know the Man, you know Manchester United Academy, Manchester United Academy. Um, they're they're used to sort of playing in high pressure games. You know, they get that drilled into them what it's all about. And I think Tom felt. I think Tom personally, this is no disrespect to him or anything like that, but I think he felt he was too big as a player for Derby. He wanted to be playing at a big club. You know, when we first signed him, I think he thought, you know, this club's looking for Premier, the Premier League. Um, you know, so I'm going to join them. You know, I'm not getting in at Leicester. You know, that's obviously where we signed him from. Um, let, 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 let's step down to the Championship. Let's try and get promoted. Obviously, it didn't happen. We failed twice while he was there. I just think that, you know, going to Rangers, he'll be fighting for titles, he'll be fighting for trophies, fighting in Europe. He will thrive on that because that's what he wants. You know, every footballer that, you know, starts kicking around a football wants the best, wants to win titles, wants to win trophies. And, you know, Tom going there to Rangers, he, like I said, last season was his most consistent and best season for us. And I think, I think, I think if he continues that, if he can start well, if he can start well, get the fans on his side, you know he he will he'll be loved because if he if he can get that them consistent performance, he, you know let's you know people that some people you know they would say oh it's only the Scottish Premier League yada yada it doesn't matter as a footballer you're still fighting for titles, you know Rangers are going to be in Europe next season, playing some big clubs big big clubs. In front of thousands and thousands and thousands of fans, this is a you know Rangers has a humongous fan base. You know, probably double, almost treble the amount that Derby County have got. You know, as in regards to how many fans they get in the ground every week. So the pressure is on, and you know, the old firm game against Celtic, against Forest, um, 
when we when we were playing again, you know, when we played them. So I'm sure he'll show up against Celtic. You know, he, he'll, he'll thrive on that. You know, and this this is for him. You know, he wants to get in that World Cup squad for Wales. You know, and he needs to be high, playing high-level football. If he can have a good start to the season, try and get in contention to be back into the Wales squad. That that's that's going to be one of his goals. You know, so I I can't see him hiding. Um, I, I I can see him being a big player, you know, and I think if if he has a bit of freedom, if he's allowed that freedom to play his football, you know, allowed to have shots on goal, you know, allowed to get into the box, then I think that he'll be good for you, um, and he'll do well. I generally think he'll do well there. I, I tell you right now, that sounds. I mean, obviously they're going to be very you know, problem in terms of being confident in the player, because I don't think, if Darby obviously wanted to keep him, there was a real good chance that they could have probably done that. I, mean, I don't know, because he dropped to know, League One, didn't he? So, but no, that's what I'm saying, but like, they, they wouldn't have wanted a player like Tom mm, Lawrence no, to, I don't know. To, to, to move on. Uh, well, possibly, I don't know the politics behind no, his move. No, but that's what I'm saying, but I mean, in, in general, if you oh, get, yes, if aye, you aye. get a player who's yep. 28 years of age, who has been one of your better um, uh, performers, the chances are you would rather that he stayed to help you obviously get back into the I, championship. I think, and but by the way, thanks, thanks a lot to Simon listen, um, to mate, for doing that for us and speaking to us. But well, well done, Stevie. That was brilliant, mate. Uh, Absolutely brilliant. But I think, uh, I think you're right, Derby County. In an ideal world, would I want to hold on? He seemed like of a course. big player for him. He seemed like a good player. And I think he was. Um, I think there was a few clubs sniffing around about him as well for what I read. And I think Sheffield United were ready to take him, but. Sheffield United manager said that Rangers bought him at the water apparently with their offer. I don't know what that means financially. I I, I don't know. But um, nah, like I said, I, he's the one I'm, I've, I've quietly got my own. I expect to see something decent about him and time will tell. Time, time will tell. But I, I do think overall, if the season started tomorrow and the window shut, yep, I know there's always, you always want a, a perfect window to have every single position filled and everything else. But I think Rangers fans could be, be allowed to go into the first part of the season thinking, we are certainly probably more prepared than we've ever been mm. getting into a season in the sense that, you know, Kent's no left, Morelos is still here, and all the players that you've managed to keep. Mm. You, you, If a McGregor, a, a Davis, a, an Arfield and a Goldson leave, that's a big, big chunk of your mm. experienced Aye. players, your yes. motivators, your, the guys that you rely on that, that you, need to, um, you need to replace. So the fact that you've kept them as well as adding, and the two players that, okay, they were probably your better performance last mm. year, that, that's... You've, it's no Rangers' fault that that's what's happened. It mm. happens with Celtic. It happens with any club that, if there's an element of success, mm. a player if they've got the opportunity to move on. But um, but see 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 before we go any further. See that obviously the Champions League draw was was made yesterday morning, and obviously I don't like we got a favourable draw, but by by no means an easy. I don't think it was an easy game. There. I think too many people on social media were saying, "Oh, I'd rather take them. We'll take them. Or we'll take this team." I looked at the four teams. Well, well, all right, maybe out with Monaco, I think they were the strongest, but there are three, and I thought there's not really an easy game there. There's not really an easy game there. I mean, you go back to we got to go for a cup final in 2008, following season, we get the Champions League qualifiers, and we could beat off Kaunas. Anything can happen in these games, Anything. and you need to be you need to be prepared. And I think, I think the first legs away, first legs away back at Ibrox on the 9th so August, that, that's going to show. And I think, for what, what I read, they're not going <laughs> to their stadium. I think their stadium's too small. Oh, wow. So I think they're going to a slightly bigger stadium. I don't know if that's been confirmed. But I, I did read that somewhere that they're staying, so we're not actually be playing at their home pitch. Either. I'm right in saying that this team finished top of the Belgian league. Top of the Belgian league, yeah. And because there's a kind of playoff playoff system, system there, which we won't go into because I don't know enough about it. Yeah. Uh, and then they've, they've, they've think no they, finished top. It's obviously. I think Club Bruges. Club Bruges won the league. I think. Mate, there's no doubt about it. Any if it's a Belgian, Portuguese, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, maybe Aye. Dutch. Uh, but these leagues are, are, are no bad leagues. No, Every no, single no. team no. will predominantly play from the back. Everybody Aye. will be comfortable on the ball. Aye. They'll try and play the way that, that most of the elite teams play. I think so the owner of Brighton owns correct owns this team. That's right. I'm not even going right. to say the team because I don't want to. Union. Go on. Union. I'll call him Union G. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Well, I don't know. Trent, you're an educated man. You can exactly. look up this. You can look up this uh, Belgian team and exactly. pronounce this name. And well actually, cultured. Exactly. Um, um, since. Um, but wait, if we if we make it through, if you consider the money we've put in, right? We've brought in sorry so far. We've got Aribo coming in for six six million, ten million package, right? We've got a twenty three million package for Bassi, so we can say that's like thirty three million. Eighteen is like thirty five million. Like, uh, I think it would be 2 million or something and I'm over to what I made I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody else 
but you're talking about thirty five, maybe over thirty five million in three players, mm. um, and we've only spent. I'd say the money we've spent, I think, is under what oh, we bought for Joe Haribo. Uh, what, sorry, what we sold. You Joe, yes, a report at one point eight. So call it two million for for Cholek. You didn't pay any money for Tom Lawrence. I think you paid one point eight. Call it two million for Matondo. There's four million. Saying um, that if Davies comes in, that breaks the Jory. Right, but but then that takes you that takes you eight. But we're still sitting million. on a massive surplus, right? So let's just say ten million at, at the absolute most. Aye, which that, it's no, but aye, exactly. Right. And you're still sitting there with twenty odd million left over. And, and the money for Europe. The money for Europe last season. And I mean, if you want to keep him <clears> back, we can go parts and not. But I don't want to go that far back. Oh, but what, course, the, what I was going to say is, if we did get through these two qualifying rounds and get into Champions League again. I don't like using these numbers because, like I said, no, last one, it gets ridiculous. Every, the, the, the tabloids just put up the, it's, it's 30 million, it's 40 million, and it's whatever the money may be. I'll just yep. say 30, I don't know why I say 40, I don't believe it's 40, but if it's 30 million on top of all that money, yeah, that's Rangers are Rangers are like flying for a few years. Like, that's oh, well, they're, they're you consider the money they've put Correct. the last four or five seasons to stoke that 10 in a row, Correct. establish Correct. themselves in Europe again. They've clawed all that money back and then some as aye, well. Aye, no, definitely. Um, and, you know, we obviously, we're here to talk about uh, Celtic as well. And Celtic, obviously, they're now, they're now in the Champions League. So let's just once again say that it's around 30, whatever it is, 40 million, <clears throat> based on everything else. Obviously, Celtic have, you know, let Barkas out and loan. They brought in Seagrace, which is a free transfer. We've, I think we spent three and a half million for the, the new left back. Um, Are you surprised at the transfer activity of Celtic so far? Because um, I'm very surprised. We sat here two years, eh, two years ago, two weeks ago, and I said that I expect you to keep going, and you said so, Dad. But you have kind of, I know we've kind of took it about just dried up, and Rangers went mental for two weeks, and now you're talking about Aaron Moy, mm, which I is know. quite under, it's underwhelming a lot of Celtic fans, isn't it? I, I think it is. I think, I think, look, I think the one thing that Ange done well in his first window was he. He got what he got, you know. He was he, he managed to get in Kyogo, and he was happy happy with the players. And then obviously when he got into the January window, he got his, you know, he got Maeda, he got Hatati, he got Edigucci. And I always forget if there was another player involved. It's just that that was the window that we brought in the three Japanese players. But I trust them because I think we've dealt with that goalkeeping scenario quite well. You know, we've allowed Barkas to go on. We've brought in Seagrest, who who actually had a good half against Blackburn. Um, our right back slot seems to be okay. Um, we've 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 improved the left back slot in terms of bringing in that Argentinian boy. We've now allowed Bolingoli to leave. Bolingoli's now gone. Mm. I think he's. I think he went to a Belgian che- uh, team. I could be wrong. You've obviously got Carter Vickers back in. You've got Starfelt. Um, I think that's probably the one position that we need to improve on. And I, I'm I'm reading that there's a player in France, uh, Moritz Jens. He's a German centre back. Um, and um, whether he's right footed, left footed, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but actually, um, that is that's something that they're, they're, they're discussing apparently. Um, and then you look at the midfielders. You know, you've got Edigucci, you've got Hatati, you've got McGregor, you've got O'Reilly, you've got Turnbull, you've got McCarthy. Uh, and then obviously we've now we're going to get Moy in. Um, uh, am I right in saying that Moy is a a tank mid, tank centre mid? Aye, he's like a number ten. Do you need that? Because well, uh, we spoke a couple when you said that the plan yep. you would like to see a defensive mid come in so Callum McGregor mid. can get forward. Correct. And O'Turnbull plays in there as well. Yep. Why would Aaron Moy be? Why would he be required? I'm going to I'm going to answer that, but I've got Trent absolutely ripping the shirt off me here to answer some sort of question. Oh, is Do it? You, I, I'm, well, let, let's find out. Well, my perspective on Aaron Moy is simply that it's the Australian media they've been wanting that move since Ange was first poised to go to Celtic they love to see the Australians following him right and the Australian and someone like Ange promoting Australian players so Aaron Moy obviously come from Huddersfield wasn't he then he went to Brighton yep he's wow. obviously been in in China as well in a way people would probably look at Ange protecting Aaron and giving him game time but uh, but not to say that he'd be the best choice there but that's a that's a conversation we were having at the start of last season. Mm. Yep. So it's sort of just rolled through to now people because he hasn't made the move yet. But yeah. Celtic are too big a club, Trent, to, to be doing players' favours. doesn't stop people from putting no, it out in the media. No, no, what I'm saying is what, what you said there was kind of like, well, uh, the media have been pushing uh, this for this thing to happen because it's <coughs> obviously Andrew's Australian, blah, blah. When you're a manager at a club that size, you should only be looking for players that are going to benefit the team. I'm, what I want to ask you, actually, yep, Chris, I, is do I, you I, reckon I, that... There's a hint of, I'm going to try and do the Australian national team a favour here. 
I don't for think a World so. Cup. I don't think so. No, I don't. To, to answer the first the first question is I I, I don't think we necessarily need. Does Aaron Moy still play for Australia? By the way, is he retired from oh, the yeah, national? No, he still, he still plays. plays. Yeah, look, he's still be on paper one of the best players. The problem is he hasn't had game time for a but long time. But this is what I mean. And I would think that yeah. a lot of the rumours could simply be coming from Ange giving him some training time. Listen, if Cel- if Cel- if Celtic he's prepping for the World Cup, they might not even sign him. But that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like the Celtic shouldn't be doing anybody any favours or too big. Rogic is still training, even though he's not coming. Back. But Celtic don't pay him a wage. Well, they don't pay Aaron Moy a wage at the moment either. But, that but they will, will be Trent. Spur the rumours on. Look, look, look. Uh, we, we obviously he's don't know, right? But if I, if uh, but I, I think it's safe to say he's about to sign a one-year deal. Oh, look, That's look, what well, it looks well, like. Apparently, he's been offered a, 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 a. They've actually put it out there as a short-term contract. So, mate, it might only be six months. Well, there you go. And that's so what tells me. Could, listen, it, it could be a favour for Australia for a World Cup. Which I think would be wrong. I, I personally but think he's, he's not that bad a player that you couldn't have him sitting on the bench. It's oh, not oh, about him being a bad player, Trent, but they don't no. need him. Look, don't get me wrong. I don't think that we need Aaron Moy, but and I and I have thought about this the last few days. He ticks a lot of the boxes. He's, he's an experienced player. He's played in the EPL. He's played in World Cups. He's played for Ange. He's played under Ange. There's no le- there's no language barrier. Um, he is also the sort of player profile that I think fits. An Ange model in the sense that he's technically gifted, he can score from distance, his assists and whatever it else may be, I think fits into that model. Um, I don't think he'll play 40, 50 games for Celtic. I also don't think he'll know just play 15 games for Celtic. I actually think what might happen here is it's going to, he's going to get signed. I think a lot of Celtic fans are going to be underwhelmed. I think a lot of Celtic fans are also then going to be also happy that he's coming on board. And I think it might end up being one of those ones where we speak at the end of the season and go... I would never expected that. No, possibly. But, but, and obviously that, ha- that can happen with any player. Plus, I've heard that his missus is from Glasgow. <laughs> I know this is getting really beyond a joke now. Uh, and apparently, his family are actually in Glasgow right now. I was reading. I was reading that uh, mm. on on Twitter, uh, and it's coming from a, a source I'd like to think has got uh, an element of credibility. But there's a lot of, as I said, to you, boxes that can tick that can get ticked regarding him. Now, does he come in and and play week out? I don't know. He might. He might absolutely. Turn out and do something special for us, and we—I mean, he's, only, he's really only thirty-one, going on thirty-two. We're not signing him under a four-year deal, similar to the James McCarthy well, deal. I was going to say the same thing. You're not probably going to pay anything for him. So no, no, no. He's a what's free transfer. With having him on, he's, on the list, he's a free transfer. I don't imagine he's going to be on 25, 30 grand a week. I think he'll be on maybe fifteen grand a week. But he also might be involved in the sense that you never know. Ange might be saying to him, "Listen, come down and play with us." You're going to get exposure to the Champions League. You're going to play competitive football. Uh, if it works out for you, brilliant. If it doesn't work out for you, the worst case scenario is you're fit for the World Cup. So that could be a possibility. That's what I'm saying. A favour. <coughs> Should well, Celtic be one of the deals well, on that? We'll put it this way. I always if felt... It tu- if it turned out that that was what happened, which we'll never ever know. There's no way that we'll ever ever know unless Ange goes on the show and... Uh, Ange goes on, sorry, a, 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 a station and says that. If it, if it turned out that Celtic brought him on and done him a favour... I'd be I'd be disappointed. I'd be extremely disappointed because as much as you want to see players go to the World Cup and put on a spectacle, your club is the most important thing. Exactly right. You know, and that's that, and that's where anybody. Uh, there's probably only two players in the world that can probably dictate where they want to play, and it is Ronaldo and probably Messi. They're the probably two players that can go. Do you know what? I'm not feeling it. I'm going to move on. And you might be able to go. All right, fair enough. But everybody else. The club becomes so so important. But, but for, for the outside looking in, for uh, even a neutral, to a Rangers fan out of this as well, outside looking in, all signs point towards that. Looking at your squad, you don't need an attacking mid. Mm. You don't really need him. He's Australian. Your manager's Australian. Australia have got a World oh, Cup well, in four months' I, time. It does not look great, does it? Well, he might well, still I come. He might do a job. I'm not saying he won't because yeah, nah. he's obviously got a bit of pedigree. He's been. A, I know. He's, I know he played well for Huddersfield in the EPL a few years ago. I know. But. Uh, one it reminds me at Rangers is that we took Frank the Bull on and don't get me wrong when he came he was brilliant you could see you could see the difference he made because we had, we had a, up until that point I think we had Henningberg at the back who was who was finished at that point it was just it was a bad season with Rangers and he came on board for six months and I remember thinking at the time alright his, his brother here his brother's here Ronald and Ho- I think Holland either had a World Cup or a Euro, or Euros or whatever it was coming up that summer I think we just take, is this what we're doing? We're just right. taking players on just favours to get them fit for a World Cup. It's not really yeah. it, we, we take players on because they benefit the team. Of but then course. again, I suppose Frank the Bowler doesn't go into any team no benefit from them. He's, no. he's always going to improve them. I, I I don't think Ange would have the sentiment to do it. And if he did, then Roger would have stayed. 
he would have gave he would have gave Roger a six month deal. I think this is Possibly a scenario on. that we were we were um, linked with Moy when he first was appointed the manager, um, and we had to pay money for him. And Celtic probably said we're not paying money for a thirty year old who might only be here for two years or whatever it may be. And like I said, he comes on a free transfer. He won't, I think, be on tremendous wages. Um, but if you look at that midfield, you've got Idiguchi, young. I, I don't know what age he is. Never but even I think seen he's, him. I know he's not. He's not. He's not, he's not played because he's been, he found it hard to get into the team. So Idiguchi's young. Hatati's young. O'Reilly's young. Um, Turnbull's young. The only real experienced centre midfielder we've really got, and I know that apart from maybe let's say McCarthy, is McGregor, who predominantly the players that I've mentioned play uh, 70, sorry, 80 to 90% of the time on a monthly basis. So maybe bringing him in allows Ange to go, you know what, I need a little bit of experience in this position. He might end up turning up and being an absolute superstar, and everybody goes, wow, i never seen this coming. Or it doesn't work out in Celtic go, you know what, at least we gave it a shot and, and, we, and we move them on or whatever the, the story is. But o- overall, I think we've done well. Like I said to you, I think we've dealt with most departments quite well. Uh, you've got Kyogo, you've got Jota, you've got Abada, uh, and you've got Geomarcus uh, up up top. Um, and then, uh, and then yeah, I think the reality is as well is that you look at the midfield. If we were to bring in, if we were to bring in Moy, this defender who you've got to think because uh, you've got to think he's he's good, and we were to bring in a defence midfielder, I, I I I would be happy with that because. See if we'd brought in a defence midfielder, let's say for four or five million, and then brought in the setter half, and Moy came in in the last week, you'd probably go, oh, yeah, it's worth a, it's worth a, worth a shot having Moy, um, but you can't you cannot time when uh, when somebody comes in. Mm. So so I, I think overall, Ange hasn't really had a bad signing. Uh, really, I mean, mm. we could easily sit down and go that you know you don't think highly of this player, but most players that he's brought in that have played predominantly uh, a lot of football have been quite quite successful so I, I do trust Ange's philosophy in that and if he thinks that Moy's going to be a good fit then brilliant if he thinks that this German setter half is a good fit then brilliant and then you're obviously hoping that you're going into the next season because you're going into the season stronger than you were the, 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 the previous year Rangers are certainly going to be stronger because then if January comes Rangers if they do get into the Champions League or if they don't get into the Champions League there's still that element where Rangers might be able to say we need to strengthen here, here, and here, and now they've got the money to go and do that. Mm, um, so it is, it is interesting, um, and uh, obviously we, we are sounding because I, I, I love talking about transfers. This is my this is my thing. I actually prefer talking about this before we actually get to the games. But um, we're going to be talking about this for obviously a good number of weeks until the season starts. Do you know what the um, season starts in less than two, two weeks? Two, mate. Two, or, two or three weeks. A week on uh, no, uh, two weeks. Week. Two weeks. Oh, July, weeks. July thirtieth or July thirty first. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, we're and ready to go, mate. We're so ready to go. Rangers have had a few pre-season games. Obviously, they had the Sunderland game that got postponed in a sense. You had the Blackpool game. I would Blackpool and um, and you've got West Ham. West Ham at night. We so. we went to Austria. Played three teams. Have been relatively okay. We played Blackburn. That was okay. Uh, and we've got uh, obviously the Arthur Boric show. You remember him flying the flag? Who's that? Oh, I remember. Champ- I remember him. Flag. I remember him. Drunk one at Kenny flag. Miller's feet. Parky, ah, that was one of the right. best. One of the best yeah. games I've been to. He, sa- he saved. Uh, he saved many more to uh, pay the pay the fans back. <laughs> so, um, but have we have we got a quiz? We have, mate. We do, lads. Uh, oh, our our friend that, Gary actually. from. Uh, is, this, is this Reginald? <laughs> I don't yeah, know who It is oh, Do you know what I love this guy by the way Is he actually your mate? No he's not my mate oh, I know where I name like Reginald is now Look you know you've got some great and loyal fans When they're putting content together for you <laughs> It makes our life a lot easier Obviously you guys are quite thin on the ground When it comes to entertainment value So yeah. Gary's come in here yeah. And he has provided a lot of the uh, backbone For today's informative part of the session and it is the Rangers cues for Stevie the Celtic so, cues for Chris what, right uh, and we'll have a tiebreaker as well if uh, we if we get if we get to the end of it how many questions each how many questions oh it looks like we've got about five questions each right and he's already uh, looking at the questions can we get him away <laughs> he can't see the questions <laughs> He he's already. Do you know why he's so desperate? He's paranoid. Do you know why he's so desperate? Because since this podcast started, we've done two quizzes and I've won both of them. So he Liar. needs he he needs to go off the mark today. And he knows <laughs> it. He knows well, it. Do you know what? Gary Boy's a Celtic fan, and see if he's gave me hard ones. I'm going to travel all the way to where he lives, and I'm going to batter him. 
All right, he'll oh. need six bodyguards. All right, so we're going to start with the Rangers questions first. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to let you answer them. It's, your, it's how many you get out of five, Stephen. Right. And then we'll go to Chris. We'll give him five questions as well. If I don't get one right, yep. can he jump in and nick it? Nope. Right, okay. We'll just go to the end there because it's well, unlikely he'll know. Celtic fans still have top at Rangers. It wouldn't surprise me if he knows. So if, if you ask him a question and he doesn't know the answer, don't say to him, oh, that was Gabriela Mato or something like that. We'll get a sweat lashing off no, your no, forehead. No, 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 I want to make it a bit interesting just for the idea that there'll be, there'll be ones that I might not know. And I'll think, get five out of five. You will get five I'll get five out of five. five. Right. Extra points and bonus points. Oh, I'm just, I'm this, man. Listen, nervous, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's the Rangers session. It's the Rangers session. We are going. Question one, Stephen Connolly. Which French club did Rangers sign Jerome Bonisil from? What a question that is, by the way. Uh, yeah, you know it is a multiple choice. You have three You're options. Talking. Unfortunately, that is I think how I know Gary what, has right? fa- I think I know it anyway, but carry on. Oh, come on. Anybody First know? option is Bordeaux. Second is well Auxerre. Third option is Marseille. Bordeaux. Bodo is the correct answer. Yeah. All right. Yes. Second question. Correctly known as the greatest old firm game ever, who scored Rangers two goals in their 6-2 defeat against Celtic oh, in August 2000? <laughs> it's so fun, you yeah, know. Bro, it is the best. I just realised. I just realised what you said there. Anyway. Two goals. Cody Arena scored one. And... Please tell me you've lost it because I know the answer. No, hang on, I'm Uh I want to say Rod Wallace, but don't don't put me down for that. <laughs> I know Rod Wallace scored one. It was onside, by the way. They get ruled offside. And if that had Did been it? counted, Did it? yes. And if that had counted, we'd have come back. Looks but like anyway, the time he's taking here. Oh, here we go. He's, he's, he's adding time limits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I reckon we we'll give you five seconds. More five five seconds? seconds? How long does this have to you go for? If you don't Thir- know, you don't give know me thirty it. seconds. Thirty seconds. Cody, with a lot of Cody Arena and. Um, See if I gave him a chance. Can, we, can that be ridiculed? Because I, I'm just going to go Wallace, man. Panic. Correct. Oh, okay. hang on. Give me a minute, yes, man. Uh, you want to go for it, Christopher? Yeah, hang on. Is Billy Dodds. Penalty. So it is Billy yes. Dodds. <laughs> the greatest old home game. Here we go. Oh, is that my note to me? No, it's fine. That's fine. He's panicking, man. I'm panicking, by the way. Right. I'm panicking. <laughs> Third question: Who was the first European Championship? Winner to play for Rangers, so international tournaments. So it was the first Euro Championship winner to play for Rangers. Oh, do you know what I think? Uh, have you read that question correctly? European Championship, international. Is that what you said? International. So whoever's won the Euros, who's the first one to play for so Rangers? Who's the first? Oh, that is a tough question. That's do you know? I mean, God Almighty, they better be just as hard as I for you, right? I'm, I'm not going. To, listen, I'm going to say a cut of names just to. Oh come on! No, 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 no! I'm not. Now I'll confirm one. But I think you see the. I think Stefan Kosh was in that Euro Euro squad with Betty Vokes, right? What the ninety six? Yes. I think he All was right. in that. Or I know I know Givash won something with France, but I think that was a World Cup. It was a World Cup. It was a World Cup, so it wasn't Givash. I can't believe I just gave you that. No, I, I kinda knew that anyway. <laughs> I think I'm trying to think so early early nineties and that nah, because Denmark won it in Denmark won it in ninety two. Brian Lloyd was in that squad. Oh, Brian oh, Lloydrop. That is the correct. Brian Lloydrop. <laughs> 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 don't, don't start, Chris. Don't start there. Don't start. Are you a man of integrity? Don't start. Of course. Do you know listen, what you listen, did there? Yeah, listen to the car salesman asking who's listen, a man of integrity. Listen, did you see what you did there? What? Because we've got it recorded. What? You went, oh, it's Brian Lloydrop. That's right. Then he smiled and went, it is Brian Lloydrop. No, he rattled out names. He rattled out names. No, he's not allowed. I'm sorry. I think Nonsense. he's come to the answer. Uh, of course, he knows that. Chris. Scandalous, man. Go. Question four. Two out of three. Come so on. So you're at two out of three. Question four. Rangers conceded the fewest number of goals in their history during during the 2020-2021 season. How many goals did they concede? You got multiple choice here again. Uh, thank God. That's it. Fucking hell, guy. We here has questions. We get a contrast in the questions here. 12, 13, or 14? Can you repeat the question? Rangers consider the fewest number of goals oh, in their history. How many that. goals did they consider? The biggest, the biggest season in Scottish football history. Don't, don't say 12, 13, and then wait for his face to no, go. No, 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 no. Oh, you got it, 14. Um, it was 14. It was 14. Correct. Oh! 13. Yes, bro! What was it? 13? 13. Oh, do you know? Oh, yes, man. I was like 80% confident, but I tried, oh. to, pa- I tried to pass it over as 100% oh, wait, confident. You, I would have guessed 14 because I thought it was 14. Be even less than the highest amount, which is a really low amount. 
It was a good, it was a good guess, but it wasn't the best. All right, last question. This is a great one. I enjoy this question. If in your lifetime, I need this. I need this one. You actually did. I need this you one. You are struggling. In your lifetime, you Rangers have had five Australian players. Can you name them? And as a hint, <laughs> one was signed directly from the club by none other than Ange Postecoglou for Melbourne victory back in the day. Well, I need five, all five, oh, and you will a, never I, get them. I, I don't... That's I, I scandalous questions, by They are belters. I've been I hope sti- Gary stitched has up right here, man. Foley clover on aye, his chest. Aye, and sit with a tricolour in him. Sit with a tricolour, yeah. Unbelievable, Singing man. Celtic songs. Um, Tony Vidmar, Craig Moore, Kevin Muscat. Wow. Um, good on you. Oh... Did they need to play for the Australian national team? No, they're just Australian. Just Australian? Oh, right, okay. Well, I, hang, I think I'm entitled about a timer, this one. This is, this is crazy, man. I think you've started off quite well. So, Craig Moore, Muscat, Tony Widmar, Muscat. Um, trying to think of midfield and strikers. I know, I know, I know another one. <clears throat> I know another one. Um, even if I get this one, I'm going to struggle for the fifth. Oh, Gary's done his here, man. <laughs> Gary, if you can see man. his face, by the way. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. Um, do you know what? You know what? It's an embarrassment to it. You know what annoys me? Do you know what annoys me? See, as soon as I find out next time, I'm like, oh, of course, I am. Like, but I just well, can't. I, I know. I, I'm absolutely certain who the fourth guy is. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I think if you got him, I cannot think of another guy. I'm trying. To um, so this many. is a disgusting question, man. It's a beautiful question. I've never even heard of the fifth guy, so that that means nothing. That's how tough it is. That means nothing. Oh, see now you like you know, okay. Um, are you are you trying to midfielder midfielder? Trying to think, I'm just trying to get through right wingers here. Obviously, it's a good laugh. Right? It's enough time now. You've right. lost that one, Stevie. That's so you've got that. three out of five there. Christopher, you like to give the fourth? I think Barry McKay's one. Barry McKay. His name was McKay. Matt McKay. Matt McKay never kicked a ball. Never kicked a ball. Matt McKay McKay signed him. A fellow called Francesco Stella. No, I wouldn't go it, but he signed when we were mince. He signed away when we were in League 1, not League oh, 2. Oh, right, okay. so I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Ah, uh, do you know what, man? I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance he's seen these questions. That is. I, I, I don't, I don't I care. Don't care. Do not care. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding on. Of course. Of Alrighty, course Christopher, look. your question. I am ready to go, go. Gary Boy, throw, throw them at me. Okay, first question. I know By the way, can I just say before we go any further? Rod Wallace technically did score at that game because <laughs> that, yeah. that goal was on site. So four was never five. was never a penalty, and uh, Cloud Arena's goal never crossed the line. What was my what was my score? You got two out of five, mate. Oh, fucking diabolical. But hang on, isn't it? What if I don't only? What if I only get one? <laughs> Do you reckon Stevie's ever <laughs> been so poor at something in his life? Never. Yeah, but of course the, he has. The questions he, was, are he, was, he was poor practically all year under our tutelage. We looked after him. Player's player. Carry on. Joint. All right, Christopher. Five questions for you. The first question is: Which German club? Did Celtic sign Lubomir oh, Morak... Maybe last year could answer Lubomir Morak. Hang, hang on. Is that a German team? Which German club... Team, is it not? Which German club did Celtic sign Lubomir Moravchik from? You have a multiple choice. Thank you. Three options. I actually don't know the answer to this. A. I really don't. Kaiserslautern. No. B. Duisburg. I think so. C. Mainz. No, I'm going with Duisburg. All right, that is the correct answer. Thank you very much. If I did not have multiple choice, I am big enough and man enough to say, One of I forgot players. that. Of course he knows where he signed him. I had to get Jerome Bonnesell a loan signing. I had to Jerome pick where he signed. Exactly, Bonnesell. exactly. And I had to what pick a player he was. He signed for Bordeaux. Yeah, I know, I know that. But what I'm saying <laughs> oh, is... Oh, yes. What I'm saying is, can you Calm see... Calm down. Right, hold on. Is Maravich, the bodyguards coming in here again? Maravchik is an iconic player for Celtic. So obviously I got to know where he's signed for. Whereas like we, we get a six-month phone off Bonnesell. <laughs> he's and I'm going to the <laughs> Look at his face. All raging, right. it was last week, raging. Second question, Christopher. I am a little bit panicking. Oh, you should with this next one. <laughs> okay, thank you. What is the name of the Celtic mascot? Get to fuck. Hoopy the Huddle Hound. Not a chance <laughs> is he getting that. Is that, is, that, is that the number two? No, I'm joking. That was not the question. Yes! <laughs> 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 All right, so. Yes, man. No, that's, I didn't know. I was under. I was under competition rules there. Ah, uh, that's great. No, sorry. That was that, that was Gary stitching Stevie up there. All right. So, second question is. It certainly wasn't my my level of uh, adventurism. Go so, second question: Who scored Celtic's oh. two goals in their three-two defeat against Rangers in the Scottish Cup final in two thousand and two? Who scored Celtic's two goals? I might as well go more cookies. Can I can I just ask you? Because I'm 
was there two games that were three two, or was it just a no, one game? The one Scottish Cup final. Peter Lovenkran scored. Aye, aye, pure easy the question. Two, well, John Hartson was one. Yep. And I think Baldy was the other. Aye, easy. That's correct. Is two that, from two. two. So yes. I cannot get beat. Brilliant. This is scandalous. <laughs> By the way, John Hartson, Bobo Baldy. Have you known Tremendous anyone players? to be worse of a sore loser than Stephen Connolly? By Look the way, at these questions. Bob. Never. I, by the way, and I've met some See sore next losers. Time we Categorically, he, he is the worst. Mm. He he can't handle it. See the next time we do this, we'll get a Rangers fan to submit questions. hundred percent. My mate Cy Anderson, he'll send in five. Oh, oh. get Cy Anderson on. <laughs> Cy Anderson knows what it's all about. Carry on. All right, me. who was the first World Cup winner to play for Celtic? Oh my God, I know every one of these. World Cup winner? Aye. I'm absolutely. Is this multiple choice? No. I don't care. A World, <laughs> a World Cup participant or a World winner. Cup winner? Embarrassing if you don't get this. Juninho? Yep. That's correct. Three. Get it right round you, Stevie boy, with two questions to go. Imagine celebrating this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look at the rage. Done, look at the rage. Imagine even knowing even half the Rangers questions. You're a disgrace to your team. Man. Come on, keep it going. You want to keep I'm, just putting the nail in the coffin? I oh, want every single question here. Alrighty, fourth question. Go Celtic on. accrued their record points total in Brendan Rodgers' invincible treble record. season invincible of the 2016-17 season. Invincible treble, brilliant. How Thank many you. points did they end up with? Is multiple choice. Thank you. 106, 102, 105. 106. <laughs> that is correct. That's four. four out of four. Thank you, Brendan Rodgers. Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last oh, one is... It's a new expression I've seen on his face today. Next. Exactly, exactly. Well, it's a, it's a disgrace. Even you say that, no? <laughs> yeah, Brian Loudrop. Come on, Brian Loudrop. Brian Loudrop. Hi oh, for the, the whole the, the Euros. Who, 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 who else? The bonus still on loan. Right, what the was five it? Five Australian players. You should have got Billy Dodds scoring at Parkhead. Who was the last Australian you should have player got, again? Listen, you should have got Billy Dodds scoring at Parkhead. Have you just me for time? Surely. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are, but he's Trent, got five Trent, seconds. This is brilliant, by he's the way. Five seconds. Absolutely brilliant. And by the way, he also is well on the one that he got second. You laugh when he mentioned Brian Loudrop. He's that's a nonsense. disgrace to his nation. Go. All right, last question, question. five. Matt O'Reilly. Oh, oh, yes. Matt O'Reilly has recently declared himself to play for Denmark. Oh, Name okay. the six other Danish players to play for Celtic in your lifetime. He's only got about 30 seconds like I had then. Probably. Oh, no, no. Well, the, no, I'm sorry. You want to play the same rules? Trent, Let's go. No, the last question. Oh, I, what did I get the with 30 seconds? The last question. No, no you didn't. Come oh, on now. Oh, my God, man. Danish players. Um, so, uh, we've got uh, Morten Verkost. Mm -hmm. um, as a six... So, as a... Six players, idiot. As... Oh. What, on top of the one he just mentioned? Another five. Uh, so, uh, so, it's five players. It's... You've you got one, six. two, three, four, five, six players. Name the six other Danish players. Right, okay, right. so there's six. So there's Morten Vierkost. He's just by time, by the way. Yep. Mark Reaper. Yes. Morten Rasmussen. No? Yes. Oh, that was. I've I seen his face here. I've got two more. Danish. Thomas Grabison. That's correct. Hold on, the new. Hold, hold on, two seconds. 45, 50 you seconds. You've got two Morten, more. Morten Vierkost, Morten Rasmussen, Thomas Grabison, Mark Reaper. He's closing in a minute now. We started at bang on 11. Oh, David my Lee. goodness. Mm. Oh, my mm. goodness. Two more. I've got two more. You've got 10 more seconds. Danish, Danish, Danish. Nah, he's not. He's not. not, not. Brilliant. Back, nah. Brilliant. Not happening. Are you easy, Stevie? All right. Oh, you I this. know your brain, Christopher. You're out. So, thank you. The last two were Ulrich Lawson. I, I wouldn't have got that. It would take me too long. Eric Sviatchenko. I should have got Sviatchenko. I should have got Sviachenko. But it's all right. 4-2. Four, 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 that's a Ukrainian name if ever I've seen four, one, by the way. 4-2. So that's new one each. Alright, so there was a tiebreaker. However, it is obviously redundant given let's the fact that... anyway, just for a laugh. Alright. Right. Game so a lot we're going to do it anyway. Because by the way, Trent, let me just... I wonder I, who this question is Trent, 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 can you just confirm right now? His body language has changed dramatically in the last 10 minutes. His face is tripping him. He's now got his hood over his head. And I've just heard them contact one of the bodyguards. So, I'm, I'm, is he alright over there? There's certainly, a, I guess, a look of despair, to be honest. <laughs> the questions were bad. The questions were bad. <laughs> Bonus hell! Exactly, even you're but laughing you, at But you also went, I, I know the answer, and then when you got multiple choice, you knew straight away it was Bordeaux. I knew it was, well, I thought it was Bordeaux. It wasn't that hard. Aye, but right. he still took a chance. The question, <laughs> the question is, is this one, right? And the uh -huh. two of you will be the first person to mm. get in. Alright, okay. What's we'll say that again? The Just first, the first person. The first person. Alright. In... The last Celtic and Rangers. In the last time Celtic and Rangers played in a cup final, 
which was the 2019 League Cup final. Yeah, I remember it well. How yep. many Scottish players started the game? Oh, I'll take a guess and say six. Um, I'll just I, say can six. Can I have a bit of time? Just, no, I'm not asking for a minute. I'm yep. just asking. Cal McGregor. Um, uh, well, you don't... Do you, do, you know, do you know the Celtic team? Yeah. Of course not, but I'm just trying to think who would play Cal right, McGregor. Well, McGregor. Well, I, I've obviously... Uh, do you know what? I'm just no, hold on. Go, I'll go five. Don't... don't Five. All right, you both incorrect. Okay, all right. Closest? So hold on, uh, who's closest? The answer is seven. Oh, I won another one. You did. Yes. I should have went. As soon as I heard that, oh, brilliant. Anyway, so the the seven players, uh, if you allow me to actually answer them, so Rangers had in goals that day, um, Alan McGregor. So he's one. Uh, the back four was James Tavernier. Um, I believe it was Borna Barisic. Connor Goldson. Who else played that day? Tavernier was not one of them. No, 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 no. Tavernier. I'm just, talk, I'm just trying to go through the Rangers team. Uh, Ryan Jack played that day, so Ryan Jack was. Ryan a, Jack was, is the second. So for he's Rangers. second. So, so you've got obviously McGregor. You've got Ryan Jack. Uh, you had Kent playing, which is in, he's English. Uh, to expedite Morelos. this, there were no further Scottish players in Rangers. Okay, right. The four Celtic players. Five were, Celtic players. Oh, sorry, five. Callum McGregor. Callum McGregor. Oh my. Fraser Foster was in goals. It was Lustig. Was it Lustig? Was it Lustig? Who cares, mate? Could we really get through it? I would do. Um, so up? you've got uh, McGregor, uh, Scott Brown, there's two. Um, Lewis Morgan was up top. Oh, ho, ho, ho. We beat you with Lewis Morgan up front. Really <laughs> oh, wow. And Johnny Hayes at left back. Johnny Hayes at left back. Johnny Hayes is Irish. I'm, I'm, just, trying to mention, I'm just trying to talk about the players. Uh, who else played that day? Ellen Hussey played. James Forrest. And there's a one there. One more to go. And the answer is Christie. Well oh, Ryan Christie. Brilliant. Thank you. Right. Another, another competition. I that's, just want to say a big thank you to Gary for that's that a brilliant fantastic question. quiz. Absolutely brilliant. And I'll let you guys get on Listen, with the rest of these See, see just before we go to the next, that's obviously me winning two one and doing competitions. You just said it was two um, each. So, right, so, so you literally said it two each. Is it two each? Oh, there you go. So, two each. So, what we can say, right, is... Cy Anderson, good, very good friend of mine. By the way, uh, very big Rangers fan, a little bit bigger than you. I've known um, Gary my whole life, and, man. Uh, just done that to and, me. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm going to ask Simon Anderson. I'll text him. Do something quite similar. Give me the hardest Celtic questions, and give him the easiest ones, the easiest Rangers, because I can't have him. I'll go three one in front. A certain, a, cer- right. a certain way. Well, I think you should anyway after no, that. Right, well, I think you're a bit embarrassed. That was scandalous, right. that man. But was an Five unknown. Who was that Bonacell fifth was, was, player was a. Who was, was that a fifth street? No, read, read, his, read his name. The fifth Stella. You should have known. Stella. Francesco Stella. Oh my god, well, man. Well, oh my god. Did Tino play left back in the league one? Either. Oh dear, oh dear, man. That's unbelievable. The fact that I knew Billy Dodds had scored as well when it was never well, a penalty. Nah, you've, you've, you've watched the game a million times, haven't well, you? Of course. Stefan Mahi, sure. thank you very much. And Rod much. Wallace did score that day. Well so. outside. Well outside. Um, guys, look, it's been uh, very good. I mean, honestly, we've had a very good um, uh, podcast so far. Um, we've obviously spoken about Rangers, Bassey, your heart broken. Uh, we've had four bodyguards in. We've had the mouth guard in and out. You know, it's, it's one of one of those one of those days. Um, we've spoken about Celtic. Celtic are on the verge of bringing in uh, Australia's best player. Um, and <laughs> look at his face; he's still raging. <laughs> I've obviously anni- I've not just beat him; I've annihilated him in a, in a competition. I'm still two one ahead, and, though. Uh, still two one ahead. <laughs> oh. And um, I think have we got anything else you'd like to discuss? I mean, obviously, I just going to be West Ham. We're going to play... Score uh, predictions. I'm going to go. Oh, okay. 2-0 Rangers. Really? Against West Ham? Against West Ham. Wow. Yeah, by the way, Europa League semi-finalists. Cannon Fodder he is. <laughs> Brilliant. Celtic won. Are you being ser- genuine, Stephen? What's that? You think you'll win 2-0? Against West Ham? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a friendly, Trent. As, as a, a friendly, Trent. As a friendly. Well, so will Rangers take it more seriously than West Ham then? Is that why well, you I think don't they'll know. win 2-0? I think they'll win 2-0 because it's only West Ham. I don't know why you're looking so serious. It's I West Ham. Aye, but remember very, to go. Um, remember, Rangers are Europa set. League finalists, mate. Finalists last year. Happened last so, year. So, um, West Sydney Wanderers won the Australian, the Asian Champions League. <laughs> that doesn't make them. <laughs> Listen, beat West, West Ham. Me and five or six of the boys. What, a, off, res- what a response that was. Me and five or six of the boys from off Perth could go win the Asian Champions League. Uh, Trent, come on. Who? Then your five players. Me. <laughs> Certainly big arch. You cannot have <laughs> a defence yeah. there without big arch. Has to be big arch. The rock, the core, I respect. In fact, I gave him the armband. There you go, I saw how much I rate him. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
George Mills because somebody has to do my running. <laughs> um, Jono for the showers after it, and because Chris <laughs> yes. and Bobby, many people, myself, of course, of so course one mayor. It's got to be Nick Rogers for the gold, <laughs> <isn't> it? Ah, <laughs> 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 yes. brilliant. Well done, well anyway, done. Anyway, 40-day goal, 35 years I've known Gary. Sorry, 32 <laughs> years, because I'm three-year-old and I'm 32 right. years I've known him. And he just made me look like a trumpet. <laughs> he did. Front of the world. He absolutely made you look like a fool. Front of United Arab Emirates. Yep. Canada. Cayman Islands. Cayman Islands. Qatar. Qatar. America. We are we are spreading. That is a country we just checked before the show. We just we didn't notice that. No, don't get wrong. The different reckon, types of reckon, different countries that have listened. I reckon the two fans that downloaded the Cayman Islands would have known that Billy Dodd scored <laughs> in that in that six-two demolition. Demolition. Guys, I've absolutely loved it. And do you know what else he done on? Sorry. That Ronaldo's the greatest player of all time. <laughs> Take us away. He has to get the last word. And I'll <laughs> let him get the last word. Ronaldo, R9, the Brazilian man. Let's, let's wrap this one up. Next time we'll be on, I guess, it'll uh, be on the eve of the uh, new season. So we'll have Listen, a lot of anticipation look, coming through. Uh, you boys will be up at 2am watching games, I'm sure. Exactly. And, uh, we, we expect you to do that as well, Trent. We do for a little bit of um, productivity and... I can promise you I will be watching absolutely zero minutes of the Scottish Premier League. Why don't we get all together and do it? A watch party. You're going to put the popcorn on? Popcorn? Yeah, the Hubba Bubba is certainly not going to be on the menu, is it? Well, I can have that. Jesus Christ. Guys. Next time.